make it look easy with Sportsbet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Hey, babe, just Luke. Hello. I have a game. Oh, gosh. A game on the podcast? At the end of the day when our brains are farting. I don't know when I saved all this stuff, but we may as well use it because I don't think we ever have otherwise. Okay. Um, we'll have a crack. I've found some of the great Australian commercials in a folder from about four years ago. You just simply need to tell me the brand they were for. Okay. Well, it's like your trivia. Yeah. Glucose yeah. trivia where they do some of those questions. You should be good at this. Yeah, I should right. be. You buzz in with your name. Okay. AB, banana boat. That is absolutely 100%. I still buy banana boat to this day. Do you? It's Only brand one of the most approved ones, isn't oh, it? Oh, really? I don't rate it. Anyway, that's just me. I have like a bougie one, but I do like banana boat. Why would you have fancy sunscreen? Like a spray face makeup one. A spray face makeup <laughs> sunscreen. So it paints your face and protects it? No, it works with makeup. Oh. Okay. Uh, next. Not happy, Look. Jen! That'll be the yellow pages. That is absolutely correct. Not happy, Jen. What I wouldn't have known that that was for the yellow page. Everyone knows Yeah, I know what the Jan. ad was, but I didn't know what it was for. Um, so I, I, I didn't have in there was the um, yoga ones. What was that? The, there was a great Oh, uh, the yoga gorilla. The phone. Yeah, and like the yeah, yeah. guy that was... Anyway. Um, next. Makes cleaning oh so easy. Oh, Luke. Yeah. That would be Ajax. all things greasy. The, for a guy that doesn't mm, watch movies wow. on TV, this is sad. But you used to, so maybe you overdid it. <laughs> Ajax spray and wipe. See, we had... And wipe, yes. We yeah. Ajax spray and vape, a, a very different product they're bringing out in 2023. Wouldn't recommend. Yeah. Uh, all right, next. You are not here to be licked or chewed. Sir, no, sir. Rip their heads off and suck their guts out. Oh, AB. Luke. I'll give AB. No, I actually don't know what it is. Okay. Look. <laughs> go Yeah. It's oh. <laughs> such a niche one. Why do I have go anyway. Rip their heads off and suck their guts out. Yeah. Uh, we won't do a score check because it's pretty one sided. Yeah, I got a couple much. more for you. Hang on. Maybe. Oh, Reading, writing, hotline. Yeah. That's the only number I'll well, never forget. Double, what about Lubemobile? 13, 13 13, 32. I don't know if I remember that one. The kid with the Lube list. Lubemobile will come to you. I wonder what 13, 30, 32. 32. I wonder if we can find some of the people from these adverts from way back when. Oh, That'd be interesting. To do. <laughs> well, we got nothing to do till December. Sports okay. done, so we're not interesting anymore. He's on an ad right now, but Is I actually he? have... No. Oh. I'm going to finish the sentence. He's on an ad right now, but Attitude. Bronson from Round, Round the, the Twist, twist I have yeah. on Facebook. Which Bronson? Bronson 1 or Bronson 2? Two? Who? Uh, uh, Jeffrey Walker? No. Matthew something. Not the Waters. Original. Anyway, i got two more. I think Here that's Bronson 3. Maybe. Maybe. Carlton. Carlton what? Dry. Draft. That was a great ad. That's a great. I think it's still running sometimes. I had hopes so. It looks like huge budget. Uh, Let's go. Last score wins. One boy man is AB Libra. Invisible man. (laughs) I love this ad. True story. I didn't know about that ad until you played a similar game with me about a year ago, where I found out it was Libra. So we have done these before. So, no, not all of them. Not oh. the Go-Gurt ones or anything. Go-Gurt's been sitting there waiting for this day. <laughs> it, it had its moment. It did. It had its day. Um, I tell you what, I don't think we've ever had more phone calls for anything ever than we did on our Queensland movie set yeah. trail. Uh, it was insane. I think at last yep. count we had about 
25 calls. Yeah. Someone offered a bus as well for us to actually operate it. Go and check them out. Pretty big landmass. It's not like the Hollywood stars Mm. one. You'd need a few days, weeks, minimum. Yeah, well, I mean, (laughs) tourism options. Get around it. Yeah, do a flight path. Celebrity bat. What else? Over one hour. On to the. We also talked to John Stevens. Yep. Because he's doing the Big Red Bash again with that, that a slew of celebrities. That's stupid how many great Aussie acts there are. Mate, he's that a event is huge. Man as yeah. well. He, I think he's in Queensland again in the next couple of weeks. He's doing the Sounds of Rock tour around 62. the place. 62. I'll also put yeah. it out there. He is one of the nicest people to interview. Yeah. From a little behind the scenes, peek behind the curtain, mm. Queensland. He is such a delight every single time I've interviewed him. Who's your top three people that you've interviewed? Let's go Aussies if okay. we can. I actually think Jimmy Barnes would be up there as okay. well. Him. Latrell Mitchell. I liked our interview with Latrell Mitchell. Right. Uh, I think you're biased because you like him as a footballer, but that's just my no, opinion. No, I did too, but I actually okay. enjoyed it. Okay. Oh, who else was there that was great? Wow. It's that hard to find another good one, is it? Yeah, oh. they're all good, but oh. there's like standout great that I'm having trouble to actually figure out. You know, my number one, and I'm not even into this world, but he is the world's nicest guy. Maybe go mm. and want to watch his show, Cosentino the Magician. Oh, yeah. We should find out I've what not he's doing. him, but I have heard that oh, he's great. Oh, my. He is the nicest human being I've ever spoken he's to. Probably actually, got another show coming Merrick up. Watts. Yes, good fella. Oh, when yeah. we did that interview with yeah. him the other m- month, I was like, yep. holy crap, what yep. a nice bloke. Yep. <laughs> so thoughtful, remembered yep. our name. Names. Yep. Simon Black. He's a put t- him on actually, that yes, list. Oh, yeah. Actually, Simon, Simon Black, Black is great. absolutely yep. up there. Mark Taylor was a good the other day. Oh, yeah. I think just, we just have a good time mostly. Yeah, there's only, there's only two people I'd never interview again. No, won't. there's two. There's two. One's Arj Barker, the other one oh, I can't yeah. talk about because he's playing at the Big yeah, Red I Bash. I had to interview Arj Barker <laughs> by ourselves at this show. True. Big Red Bash. Oh. You can see this guy. Yeah, you I, can figure out which one it is. Almost got me fired. Actually, did get me banned from an event. Which event? Uh, I can't say that because it's too niche, but it was one. Are you banned <laughs> for life? Well, I was banned that year, which is good because I obviously didn't want to go. Cause it wasn't You've had other bands that have soon been lifted afterwards. Yeah, like the Townsville Casino. Casino, yeah. Was, I was going to say it, wasn't it wasn't even did. my penis involved in that. Anyway, <laughs> story for another day. <laughs> nice uh, enjoy the podcast <laughs> tomorrow on the Rush Hour and on this podcast as well. I'm looking forward to this very much because as I look at our sheet for tomorrow, I remember now that we have Tom Tilly. On the voice referendum. I've been waiting for this all week. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's been speaking to people on both sides of yeah, the vote as well. Completely impartial. If you haven't made your mind up yet, I think after a, a conversation with Tom, you might go and do a little bit more research and, and work out which way you sit. That's tomorrow on the Rush Hour. Oh, Emma Manselman too. I just had that text <laughs> confirmed. She's in the Australian squad. First time ever. She is, and we love her. We I do. adore her. Yes, she will be joining us too. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Perfect ten, the perfect ten. They're just as true as they were way back when. I don't know. He's a billionaire. Well, actually, I was um, thinking about stealing it. My finger was on the floor of the boat with blood everywhere. They said, you may not walk again. He thought I was Deborah Mailman. All right, here's the deal. We are still searching for the greatest Queensland story ever told. We, we heard a wonderful tale from a guy not that long ago about uh, swingers caught by their neighbours and it went the best <laughs> way possible. Somehow that was... Mm. 
like we're not selling it well enough. No, it no, was no. exceptional. It's up on the listener app if you want to check that out. Search Rush Hour Kildee. But we are searching for the greatest story ever told, whether it involves swingers wrestling a crocodile, maybe wrestling a crocodile with swingers, whatever it was. The greatest Queensland story, one triple three five three. if you think you have it. Yes, because we can go beyond 10. Mm. Heading to Rocky now on one triple three five three. Mick, tell us your story. Yeah, g'day. How you going? This is a story that, that took over two weeks. What had actually happened on a Friday night back in the uh, very late... 70s, early 80s, uh, at the local uh, pub on a Friday night, we met these uh, three girls and asked them what they were doing on the weekend. And they said, oh, they're going horse riding. And I said, oh, that'd be nice. We wouldn't mind coming. And they said, yeah, sure, come along. So on the Sunday, we rocked up at this uh, horse riding place. I said to the mates, don't tell them we can't really ride because they'll only give us brumby horses or something, you know. Anyhow, because these girls knew how to ride. So off we went, we went riding. The girls picked up the pace. Now, this horse I had was a bit frisky, and he all of a sudden took off. He just took off, and I couldn't control him. I couldn't control him. I couldn't pull him back, and he's just going and going. So I tried to turn around, so I pulled him around, and his hind legs, when he started to turn, slipped in the grass. We went down the ground, and I busted my knee. had a big gash in my knee. Two weeks later, go to work. Grabbed this box off a shelf, about 20 kilos, nothing overly big. Threw it up on my shoulder as I would do all the time. All of a sudden, this knee just lets go. And I come crashing on the ground, hitting the concrete with the knee. So, you know, and all I heard was crack, 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 crack. Oh. So, back to the Royal Brisbane. And this doctor comes up and starts poking and prodding. By well, this time, this knee looks like a football. Then this little Indian fella comes in, wearing a pair of shorts, you know, look like he'd just been playing golf. <laughs> and uh, he starts poking and prodding. I said, mate, you're number three. I said, what's going on? He said, I'm the surgeon. I said, what surgeon? I'm going to operate. It doesn't need that. Oh, yes. He said, uh, you've torn the uh, tendons off the shin. Uh, you've broken the appella. Um, you need surgery. You'll be off for three months. Then the uh, one of the girls from the office walks in. And I said, what are you doing here? She said, I can't do the paperwork. I said, what? I'm getting the sack. She said, no. She said, you're on compo. You did it at work. <laughs> there was my story at all. All because we wanted to impress three chicks, you know. <laughs> did, did the women stay in contact with you after the first horse incident? Never saw them or heard okay. them again. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, all right. No. Uh, we're we're going to shuffle across. Hey, the... he got the romantic ending at the end, which was yeah. compo. We're going to shuffle across <laughs> to the judges' table here. AB and myself, we must score your tail out of 10, AB, when you're ready. I mean, look, questionable ethically because you definitely screwed that knee before work, but that's all right. <laughs> that's what it's for. We're taxpayers. Mm. I love it. Uh, that's a nine for me. Nine. Nine. Nine out of ten. Yeah. Wow. You know me. What? I like stories. Like charity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, well, I like, I like it when it's a good ending. It's yeah, not. Yeah, I'm not yeah. frustrated by the end. I, I don't know. It was a four-minute yarn on a busted knee, Mick. It's a four. Four. It's <laughs> you know. Appreciate you being part of the rush hour. He doesn't need you. He's got compo. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed the spoils (laughs) from compo. Appreciate it, mate. Good on you. Have a wonderful afternoon. You too, eh? One triple three five three. If you or don't look at me like that. I just, it was. It took three minutes. I I hope you don't need work compo someday. But I thought when he said his knee was swollen, there was going to be an alien inside. I thought there might have been a tumor or something for sure. One triple three five three. But he just absolutely stuffed it to the nth degree. We can find a better Queensland yarn than that, and and we desperately need to hear it. If you think you have this state's Greatest ever story. Now is your time to shine. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. I, I nerded out pretty hard last night. My favourite.
favourite film ever, AB, is Jaws. And I've booked a little tour uh, when I go to the States end of this year to go to the, the filming location where it was. It's uh, just off Boston. Martha's Vineyard is the place. Is it actually a vineyard? Well, I don't know. That's the name. I get a boat there. Like it's a beach happens. in the yeah. movie. Um, I always wondered that. So report back when you do actually I, I will, go, please. Well. It did get me thinking, though, closer to home, and I felt a little bit guilty when it comes to this. I mean, Queensland famously has had a lot of movie hotspots, and I don't know enough of them. One triple three five three, the phone number. I want to create a bit of a Queensland movie set trail. So essentially, wherever you are across regional Queensland, if you know of a famous film that even filmed one scene in the town you live in or somewhere nearby, love to know about it today. I don't really know about any yet, so I know they shot a show called The Pacific, I think somewhere up around the Mossman, Port Douglas region. Outside of that, obviously the Walkabout Creek Hotel with Crocodile Dundee, not far from Julia Creek. Outside of that, I couldn't tell you any. Well, they did that George Clooney movie around Hamilton Island. That area gets a lot of film. Delta Goodrum's new movie as well. Good films. <laughs> I-, I want, no offence, but a Delta Goodrum movie is not going to okay, be a 10 out of 10. what about Australia? Where filmed in Bowen. Film? I thought it was set in Darwin. Set in Darwin, filmed in Bowen. Actually, wonderful bits of history in Bowen if you ever head along the cinema there. The guy that runs it, he's yeah. got all these pieces of the set and everything ah. and, and great posters and stuff like that. I think he has a like, friendship with Nicole Kidman still and she heads up there. But once you walk down the main street to Bowen, you can see exactly which elements were in the film. It's, I had no it's idea. such beautiful old buildings. Oh, Why Bowen. did they film it in Bowen if Darwin's not far away? Queensland tourism, we're just better at the hustle. Hey, shit. Well done. All right. One triple three five three. We've got the Walkabout Hotel. We got Australia set in Darwin but filmed in Bowen. There's Met- a few in around Brisbane and the Gold Coast, but we want regional locations, I reckon. And, and some of the better bigger films, if we can. One scene. That's all that has to be shot there for it to count on our Queensland movie set trail. If you got one for us, one triple three five three, give us a buzz now. Let's go to Gordonville. Kathy, which movie are you talking about? The Scooby Doo movie was filmed at Fitzroy Island. <gasps> It was too, and part of it was actually filmed in Brisbane. Kathy, I was going to say, we're not adding Brisbane to the map stuff then. When I went to school, we used to catch the bus past this like old uh, electrical building, and they ended up converting that into part of the movie set for Scooby Doo. Oh, but Scary Island was Fitzroy Island. You could see the pier, the hotel, the beach, heaps of it. Dumb question, Kathy. Haven't seen it. Was it a real Scooby Doo or a CGI Scooby Doo they implemented on Fitzroy Island? himself with right. CGI. Right. Oh, the rest okay. of it, it was it's 20 years old. It's okay. like, you know, your, your nominal, uh, odd, you know, what do you call it, yeah. Neighbours person, Isla Fisher, Christian Schmidt, those, you know, Michaela Bannis, the old throw-ins here and there, like the odd token Aussie in there. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's full-on Aussie... Uh, American film with the odd CGI dog. There you bloody go. On you, Kathy. You appreciate I hate the call. I to tell you both, but it's actually Tangaluma that it was filmed at. Hang on. Let's go back to Kathy. Kathy, Kathy you've been I'm called sorry, out. Apparently it was Tangaluma. Yeah, it's Tangaluma Island Resort it's it was filmed Fitzroy. at. It's Fitzroy. It says on Wikipedia in the Scooby-Doo film. It's wrong. Ask the people out there. They'll tell you. Okay. Well, this is, a, bit, this is a whole other thing. One triple three five three. if you <laughs> have any info on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to go to Townsville next. Polly, uh, we're putting together a Queensland movie set trail. We've got Scooby-Doo, we've got Australia, we've got Croc Dundee, and we have... Well, I can tell you first, I've got the bus to take us on that trip. Brilliant. Just, just so you know. Good. We're going to need thousands of dollars of fuel. <laughs> where, where are we going? What are we seeing? Uh, we're going to Hamilton Island. So we did some Pirates of the Caribbean there. 
Johnny wasn't there. His <gasps> um, double was there. But all of his um, monkeys and stuff came through the Mackay Airport. So that was pretty cool. He didn't bring the dogs down under for that one. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, a different we're, we're trip. We're not even. <laughs> On you, Polly. Uh, we're going to stay in Townsville next, Ray, the Queensland movie set trail. What, what film have you got for us and where was it filmed? Uh, Beneath Hill 60 in Townsville in Kelso. <sighs> oh, I hate to be ignorant, Ray. I don't know that one. Can you tell us about it? Um, I think it was um, made around um, World War Two about the German about the Germans or something. I, Beneath I didn't have time to Google it. But, um, 60. Yeah. 2010 ish, does that sound right? Release date? Uh, I think yeah, I think oh nine they did some okay. of the shooting in Townsville. Yep, Brendan Cowell, I don't know. But it looks like it's a good film. It got a seven out of ten on the IMDB website. Well that's tonight's project, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. We'll go to Cairns yep. Dazza. Which film T V show are you thinking of that was filmed in Queensland? Ten Red Line. Another oh, one. Sean Penn. That's not, oh, where yeah. was that filmed? That's yeah, uh, Daintree in Boston. Was it really? I mean, that is a beautiful yeah. setting. Did you see them at the time, Daz, or what? Yeah, I actually was a. I was in the movie. What? And, um, yeah, I was an extra. Did you did you play That's a dead my person dream, or what? I've actually I'm actually in the trailer doing a crawling scene where I've got explosions in the background and I'm crawling with and it. I'm supposed to have half my head blown off. So we're, we are currently joined by a celebrity of Queensland in Dazza. Hey, and I actually was uh, in a scene with Sean Penn as his driver, but the, it was actually cut from the movie. A classic stitch up. The send cover of the send us that trailer and I'm send gonna, us the exact yeah, timestamp, Daz. One triple three five three. There's some great ones that I had not heard of. We can keep this going. We're going to Mackay right now, Paul. There is no way the film you're about to say was filmed in Queensland. Well, that's what it, uh, that, that's what the credit said. Which Paranella film? Park. The film name, Paul. Predator. Predator. You're saying Predator. What? The original yeah, Predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You son of yeah, a that bitch. Was that was back in the 80 Yeah, filmed in Paranella Park in Queensland. Which now has TV adverts of, of people sitting on boats with umbrellas in white frocks and gowns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yep. goodness. How weird. I don't I'm even want to research that because I just want to believe yeah, it. Yeah, I just want to know. And you know you what? Said, I'm cancelling this. The... I can't find anything, but I'm cancelling this. In the credits, Paul? Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was in the credits. Yeah. Look, this sounds That's like it. a stitch-up, but I'm here for it. If it's in the movie credits, it must be. I Googled it, and it's not anywhere. Shh. Good on you, Paul. Uh, all right, let's go to Cairns next. Greg, the Queensland movie set trail continues. Some whoppers so far. What do you got for us? Uh, well, Sniper with Billy Zane and Tom, oh, I can't remember his last name, uh, was filmed Coranda Train and around Paranella Park as well. Paranella Park is like the Gold Coast of Queensland. Do, do you know anything about Predator while we're here, Greg? I don't know if you heard the previous call. No, no. I, I don't think so. Hey, come I, on. I, it was in the yeah, credits. I'd like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've never. I've, I've watched Predator a yeah. hundred times, yeah. but I don't think I've ever recognised any yeah. sort of Queensland. Yeah, <laughs> and like it wasn't obvious, so it means they've just flown for one bit and gone to regional Queensland. I don't think so. Maybe they went there for that handshake. You know the. The initial one. The best yeah. moment Thanks, of the film. guys. We've just wrapped yeah. up in Mexico, or wherever it was um, actually filmed. We'll just quickly fling over to North Queensland to do the rest. Okay, we'll go to Townsville finally. Heather, which movie or TV show are you talking about to add to our map? Yeah, Nims Island with Jodie Foster was filmed in Hensherbrook Island. There you go. 
were. Is that? I'm going to get that would have been eighties. Yes, it's a bit old now, but it was a beautiful, beautiful movie, and was yeah, Jodie Foster was um, on Hinchinbrook Island. She was marooned there, I think. Yeah, okay. That's not the film where she does a sexy dance, or no? I'm thinking of a diff- different actress. Thinking of a different person. <laughs> Who does the sexy dance? That oh, no. Arnold Schwarzenegger's in there with her. I swear that was her. No, but Jodie Foster is the one person someone has ever told me I potentially am a del- doppelganger of. Oh. There you go. Yeah. So. Sure. I, mean, I didn't necessarily no, believe no, no. it, but it was told to me. Who does sexy dance for? It's what's her name? Who is in the in um, movie? The P- Freaky Friday. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, Jamie they, Lee. Curtis. They look similar. All right. The lineup for the Big Red Bash. It is back in Birdsville, baby, the 2nd to the 4th of July, 2024. Uh, BigRedBash.com.au if you'd like to go through that whole lineup. Here's some of the names, though. Uh, Baby Animals, Colin Hay, uh, Diesel is going to be there, Ian Moss is going to be there, Mark Seymour is going to be there, and, I mean, I don't mind saying, the best-looking musician in Australia. The best head of hair in rock music anywhere at any time. I don't know if it's Pantene, Provine that goes through it or wherever it might be. I've just been told by AB it was his birthday yesterday, turning roughly 35. <laughs> the wonderful John Stevens. Good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon, guys. How are you? Doing really well. I mean, we'll get into the music side of things, but while we're here, happy birthday celebrations yesterday. Oh, Did you, thank you tip a couple back, maybe? Oh, we had a couple, yeah. Yep. No, we uh, actually did a gig, so my voice was a bit uh, shot. So we we had a couple, and we did a really wild gig. So it was lots of fun. It was a great way to spend my sixty second birthday. So, oh, yeah. mate, absolutely crushing it! I just love that you always give time to these regional events in particular. Uh, have you got any plans of slowing <laughs> down with the touring circuit? Because as no. Queenslanders, we selfishly do not want you to ever. <laughs> No, no, it's, it's, I love, I just love playing and I just love, you know, seeing smiley faces in the audience. So it's just, a, it's, you know, it's, it's been a, a lifetime of, um, you know, doing it. So I, I'm, no, I'm not, never going to quit, never going to do that. Unless my doctor says you can't. Which, <laughs> in yeah. which case, don't listen to him. <laughs> John, you, you mentioned before you played a relatively loose gig last night. For, for you, what is a loose gig? Because I know you speak to Gleeson and the Angels. A loose gig for them is, is maybe a bit of public nudity or, you know, Gleeson not sleeping <laughs> for three days. Is, is that similar in your world? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm not, not sleeping for three days. Those, those days are gone. It's, yep. uh, sleep's the one thing that saves you on the road, really. Um, the, the little that you do get. But, um, you know, it's never never in bed before 2 a.m. And uh, when you're on the road and, um, you know, you're always generally up really travelling to whatever whatever the next joint is. Um, but, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, yeah, there's nothing crazy going on. It's just a crazy audience, you know, having fun. We're all a bit older now, so... You know, it's uh, we had an afternoon session yesterday. It was great fun. Now, you and Russell Crowe, you're a couple of those Kiwis that we claim as Australians. We pretend that you never had anything to do with New Zealand. How are you still close with your Kiwi roots? For instance, a lot of our Kiwi friends in Queensland this last year, they've gone full Waz bandwagon into the NRL. Are you the same, John? I've been I've been a Warriors from the day they came into the competition. That's my team. Prior to that, it was the Tigers. Jeez, <laughs> so you made a smart choice jumping yeah, off that sinking really ship, John. Delicate. You know, but I've been I've been here for forty four years. So you know, it's like I've been here well over half my lifetime. So I consider myself to be a Mozzie, a Mariozzi. 
and I, uh, I have both passports, New Zealand and Australian. I'm a true Anzac, and uh, I would fight and die for either country. It's uh, they mean both countries mean as much to me as each other. So yeah, I love love being an Anzac. John, with, with the big red bash, just going through the lineup, I think stacked is an understatement, but it's all I have for now. Uh, again, going through some of those names, Baby Animals, uh, Colin Hay, Diesel, uh, Mossy, Mark Seymour. What is it like when you get together with all these legends? You mentioned now maybe a little bit older now, not not quite as, as loose, but surely it must just be, well, feral is the only word I can think of. It must be all since let's go. That's a, pretty, that's a pretty good description, actually, because... Yep. <laughs> The big red bash in Birdsville, yep. you know, we're all flying to the to the one sort of airport there, which basically you walk from the airport, uh, which is like a bus station really, and uh, you walk across the road and to the only pub, the Birdsville pub, and that's where we all end up residing because these, uh, you know, obviously everyone comes in their camper vans and whatnot, mm-hmm. but um, you know, you get all those musicians in one place in one pub. Yeah, no, it does definitely get feral. <laughs> I mean, this could be an opportunity to see the greatest lineup ever of Australian musicians. So mark it down in your calendar again, Big Red Bash, 2nd to the 4th of July in Birdsville. Uh, you can head along to the website too, bigredbash.com.au. We look forward to getting feral with you in, in July, brother. Appreciate your right. time on the rush out today. Thanks, guys. This one gets discussed a lot, particularly when you get to your sort of 30s, 40s period where people are having babies. What is the rule in Queensland on one triple three five three as to how many months you can say a child is before you start using years? Right. The other day I was getting a coffee with a friend and there was this gorgeous little toddler who was playing, walking around, whatever. I, I ran into the mum. I said, oh, you know, your daughter's got a beautiful top. I really like her top. How old is she? Mm. 36 months is the response I got. So three. Three years, yeah. It's right. a three-year-old child. When is the limit, Queensland? Can we yeah. draw the line in the sand and stop this BS? I expect it from hoity-toity highbrow latte mm. drinkers in Sydney and Bondi and Byron or whatever else, mm. but I don't need to know how many months your child is after 12 months. Because when does it stop? Because then a 24-year-old would be 288 months. I understand I in the first year, you're like, yep, it's four months, five months, nine it's, months, ten, whatever. Uh, well, it could be male, female, whatever. So Probably not therefore, miss, it's, <laughs> After 12, yeah. one and a bit. Yeah. One and a half. Right. Nearly two. Yeah. Two. Yeah. That's that. Why you don't we- need to do 18 months, 24 months, like whatever. Just stick to the years. Hmm. But I need Queensland to agree with me on this. So one triple three five three. Or have their own opinions. Where do maybe? we draw? Yeah, like, yep. are you going to fight to the death for yep. your right yep. to say that your child that's three mm. is thirty six months old? Why don't we just get rid of the months thing altogether? Okay, so what yep. is it in the first year of its life? So if it's six months old, it's zero point five. <laughs> make a percentages. You're going to have to make people work pretty hard with maths. It's not a strength. No, because for all we of could us. say, let's say, you know, moving forward, the average life expectancy is going to be drawn out to 100, and we just do it at, at fractions. So if you say, oh, how old's your grandpa? Oh, he's 77. percent I just think get rid of numbers altogether and just be like, right. teeny. Yeah, he's, he's teeny. He's pretty fresh. And he's we, a newie. And then a grandpa is what? Getting on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One triple three five three. It'd be good to hear from parents on this one. I would suggest. Yes, true. I don't yep. have kids yet. Yes. I'm sure that I'll be an absolute tool when I do. Oh, so absolutely. let me get this out of the way now. Yeah. But what is the rule, Queensland? One triple three five three.
Obviously, we want people to call on one triple three five three there to qualify that know all about this stuff. Yeah, fight it, for your right to say eighteen months, yeah. nineteen months, twenty months. I, instead, what we have uh, for those that haven't met him yet, he is our resident Triple M drunk. He resides in <laughs> Home Hill. Uh, his his name is Mullet. Loves hitting the clubs on the weekends. I don't know if you're qualified here, Mullet. How many but- months old are you, Mullet? <laughs> I'm qualified, but uh, what, I don't know, 50 years old? What's that a month? Don't, don't make us. Once again, not great at maths. What do you got for us, Molly? <laughs> no, I totally agree with AB, mate. It's ridiculous. Like, if you're like 36 months, just say three years. Like, yeah, what, you're born and you, you know, year whatever. You know, totally I, just agree with I just don't get it. These people that I thought were really normal become mums and then suddenly they talk in months. Is this a mum community thing? I have to know. Will but it be being one day? You, you, you realise, I be that mums go a bit stir-crazy once they have kids that way. Not all of them, but anyway, thanks for the call, Mullet. Uh, so let's helpful. go to Gladstone now for yep. some voice of reason, hopefully. Mark, what are your thoughts? Hey, how, how are you guys? Good, Mark. Hey, I, I was just thinking it's got to stop fairly early on in their life because when you get to my age, which is really old, <laughs> there's not enough months to describe how old you've been. <laughs> well, well, AB was just saying get rid of numbers altogether and we'll just say, you know, young and fresh when you were, I don't know, a, a yeah. almost a teenager. Mark, what would you be described as then? Very old. Yeah, okay. Just put it. <laughs> what would you be? Simple. Me. Younger than you would expect. That's me, you. Me. Yeah, and I'm older than you'd expect. I, I'm rotting from the inside. <laughs> But not that bad on the outside. <laughs> Seven billion months. Yes. AB, I have good and bad news for you. I think I need the good first. Okay. Good but is, how bad is it? Well, you'll find out in a sec. Good first up is that uh, North Queensland kids are getting a bit of a helping hand at the moment. When it comes to their mental health, the North Queensland Cowboys are helping with a program called Head in the Game. We'll get to more in a second. The bad is that it unfortunately is headed up by a man that I love to hate, part of the Cowboys <laughs> core team as well, former Cowboys legend Ray Thompson. <laughs> Hello, mate. <laughs> How you doing, Elliot? Long time no speak, mate. How yeah, are you? Yeah. Disrespect. Lovely to hear your voice again. Not so much, Elliot. Return a phone call <laughs> once in your life. Anyway, uh, Ray, head in the game on a serious note. is a wonderful thing for our kids. Can you tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing? Yeah, so it's presented by Sun Metals. We're really lucky within our Cowboys community department. We do... Um, um, a, a range of different programs amongst our community and it's something that we're obligated to do. We're owned by the community and so it's really important we give back and um, the, the way we can deliver these programs is through partnerships and and, um, and the help of other stakeholders within the community. So as I mentioned, Sun Medals are a big part of this one. Uh, the Head in the Game, it's the third of four modules that we deliver under the Tri-Time program and it's all about influencing um, secondary school students to making positive uh, individual choices and it evokes um, uh, conversations around you know tackling mental health and mental health challenges and what that might look like for any individual um, as as we all know Elliot and AB no one is immune to tough times everyone is going to fail and, and we're all going to feel the stress of um, living conditions as as they are at the moment so the program is is delivered and supported for years 10 11s and 12s uh, it aligns with the Australian curriculum and um, yeah we're just sort of gaining traction at the moment and trying to support you know our community Ray in your professional opinion how do you reckon the kids of high school these days are going I mean they're that generation that unfortunately went through COVID and I, I don't think we really understand what that impact would have been 
mean? Like you've been doing this work for a number of years. How are they coping? Yeah, look, I think more than ever, um, the kids and, you know, it's the way I start most of the presentations is that kids, particularly in year 10s, 11 and 12, they're way more aware and way more open to be able to having these conversations. They're so much uh, in tune with what is happening within the world. And some of that has to do uh, with the mobile devices and, and um, the internet access that they have, which is, you know, a good thing, but also can be um, a bad thing when, when misused. So I think the ability for me to go into a school and have these conversations and and some of the answers and and um and some of the responses that i'm getting as i mentioned ab they're they're just way more in tune and they can understand it and they can label it they're open to having that conversation not just with myself but with their peers right it's mental health week across queensland at the moment when it comes to these talks how much do you draw from from personal experience and if you, you don't mind me bringing up in your career, for those that don't know, your career was cut short due to injury. I'll never forget that that horrible night where you had the worst jawbreak I've ever seen yeah. in my life on the field. I'm sure you, you would have gone through a lot of mental battles. Yeah, 100%, um, Elliot. And that's how I make connection with the students is that we understand that not everyone likes the Cowboys and we understand that not everyone likes football. But when I can talk about a, a story through rugby league and I can talk about my own experiences um, and, you know, in, in, and uh, try and, you know, bring in some humour amongst that because um, uh, that's where I get the connection with the students and, and they can understand that and they can relate to that. And I, I do, I draw a lot on um, my playing career and I draw a lot on, you know, some of the challenges that I have off the field and as I mentioned earlier no one is immune to failure um, no one is immune to you know uh, uh, adversity yep. it's just how we perceive that um, event and, and what do we do how do we talk to ourselves and then also to how do we support other people and I was very very fortunate that I had plenty of good mates um, that supported me through that and so you know part of this try time module um, ahead in the game is about how do you support other people how do you encourage that conversation and what do we do next and um, I'd love to say as I mentioned I had plenty of good mates I'd love to add Elliot Lovejoy in that but it's just not true um, Elliot he, oh, you're better like, off without him right everyone is. you don't return a text loser um, <laughs> anyway the, the head in the game program is a wonderful one if you're a school that wants to get involved in Queensland you can head along to cowboys.com.au forward slash community Ray Thompson always appreciate your time brother nice to hear from you glad to know that you're alive and well and uh, I'll try calling you this week and see what happens on you mate Brush it, yeah, right? always a pleasure. Thank you, Elliot. Thank you, AB. And uh, have a great afternoon, guys. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. I feel like I might actually owe the blokes of Queensland an apology today. Oh. Are you Just okay? Just on a slight thing. No, no, no. It's, look, it's it's actually on behalf of most women. Being I don't want to generalise because it's Making not... our lives hell. Boys having a go at never, us. Never. You say, oh, chill out, relax. Sit on the couch, you yell, yeah, go at the boys. Then you get angry about us going at the boys. All these things. I don't do those things. All of or you, you as a whole. Women. All oh, yeah, of okay. you. All right, we're generalising here. Yes. And look, by all means, this isn't just exclusively for women, yep. but I've realised something in the last couple of days that I think we've got to stop giving blokes a hard time about. Okay. You, when it comes to your hobbies, for you, for instance, you're into the gaming. I do like video games. Golf, for my husband. There are other hobbies that blokes like to partake in. Yep. Fishing, yep. four-wheel driving. Collecting things. It, collecting things. And they're expensive. Mm-hmm. And we always have a crack. Oh, you're spending so much on your four-wheel drive. Oh, that gaming console. How much did that set us back as a couple? $800. Because you do spend some sweet coin on 
gaming stuff. No, I just have a gaming console. Come on, I've gone to the shops with you before and you've bought like a little steering wheel bit. One time I bought a steering wheel to play F1 and it just sits there anyway. It is expensive. Bad example, yep. I didn't realise that for women Mm. and some blokes, to be fair, craft is equally as addictive, expensive. It's it's a money pit. It's a waste of of money. Yeah. I bought my mum for her birthday this cricket machine. Shout out. It's like this little printer thing that you can do labels, engravings, and whatever else. We started using it the other day, Mm. having a crack. I was teaching her how to use it. And, of course, everything that I bought for the machine that was associated with the machine, that wasn't enough. We had to go to the craft store and buy extra stuff for it. These, like, rolls of vinyl that come with this cricket machine, they're 30 bucks a pop. You need at least 10 of them. Yep. There's little pen engravements and extras. Now mum started saying, oh, I need to buy the cricket heat press thing because my iron isn't sufficient. And nothing she's going to make on this cricket will ever be used for real life well, to make lives better. labels and cards and stuff, yes, it does benefit, but... But just as much as fishing or golfing or gaming, you're, you're saying that making a label is as helpful in a household as a man going out to fish and bringing home dinner. Let's be real. Most of the blokes that fish barely bring home a fish. There's a lot of money spent before they get a fish. What I'm saying is we won't have yeah. a crack anymore. If we're if you're a craft person, right. take a look at yourself. So you're ju- doing the same thing. Just to confirm, what you're saying now is that every woman across this state that likes doing craft, maybe a bit of crocheting, you will no longer pick on men if they want to go fishing or weekend. I don't think we a, can. I don't think we have a leg families. to stand on. That's standing. I mean... Abandoning no, families. You said, said abandon your family, go fishing for two but weeks. But then again, and your wives mum was crafting care. for about six hours last night. I don't think she cared where I was. Make it look easy with sports bet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.